order to be a moral and good person, you have to act as though everybody else is real. Welcome to Dunstan Checks, men. The best, only, and hopefully last podcast breaking down the 1996 ape film, Dunstan Checks In, minute by minute, and pairing each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Diet Coke. We're going to talk about minute 73. That's correct. Can I also say something real quick on the record? Oh, sure. You previously chastised me because (laughs) Diet Coke is allegedly, according to you, not a Dunstan-themed name like uh, Emily Monkey Town was or like Lord Andrew is. But when we see the orders of all the people that order room service... A number of them ordered Diet Coke, so I would argue that Diet Coke is still a Dunstan-themed name. You know what? You're right. Thank you. I, I would say, <laughs> I, the only thing that I would contend is that I, I don't believe I so much chastised you as just questioned uh, yeah, that's fair. the legitimacy. Sometimes you've got to add a little drama in the retelling, you know, it, spice it, it up a little. But true, but truly, I I have I am wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Diet Coke, Thank which you. is your name. Thank you. Is a is a true Dunstan themed name. Thank you. On its face. <laughs> yes. Um, we also we so minute seventy three is what we're talking about. We mm. also um, we're talking about a, a little film called The Other Me as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the Disney Channel original film, The Other Me. Uh, not yeah. um, the the Russian one that I also found when I looked it up on IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah. The Russian one was also an issue for me. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it was not. It's not. A, I don't believe it has anything to do with this Disney Channel original film. I believe actually when I tagged that myself and my beautiful girlfriend Casey were watching the other me when I tagged us on Facebook, I mm-hmm. believe technically what I tagged was the Russian film. <laughs> Very good. Um, you got you got back into that, huh? Facebook tagging. Well, it's a way it's a way to just create a record so that if I forget to update my log, I can mm. just look at my own Facebook page to remember what movies I watched. Okay, so you're I'm using Letterboxd. You're mm-hmm. using Facebook. We're all trying out new things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, strange right. times. You know, they force you to do new things. <laughs> sure. Uh, minute seventy three. Uh, picks up with um, Lionel Spaulding, mm-hmm. and he's still making some selections from the hors d'oeuvres tray. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks up something. I didn't quite catch what he called it. Maybe a... Was it a cookie? I think he called it a madeleine or a mar- marmalade. Oh, I don't agree with that assessment. I thought he said an M word. Uh, at all. I don't think he's right at all. What, what, what was it? Well, shut up for a second. I'm going to listen. Oh, for God's sake. Live listening. This is what he said. My mother used to make these. Yes, is that what you're thinking? But he said the name of it. I thought. Okay, hush up for a second. Let me listen. We can always cut this out. Yeah, it's 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 in between minutes. Is the problem? Uh, it got it. It was in the the minute fold. Yeah, it was in the fold. So we'll never know. (laughs) Well, anyway, he does say my mother used to make these. Yes. Um, it seems like he's really trying to make an impression on this. on this, uh, uh, on the waitstaff here. I but. think he's just trying to sort of, uh, because he's aware that he's holding up uh, the, the waitstaff and he, he mm. is aware that this is maybe slightly selfish. I think he's making conversation to just sort of ease tension. Okay. 
I, um, I also thought it, it could be related to he's trying to feel normal again after. Sure, that's also probably part of it. After everything yeah. that has happened to him, mm-hmm. um, can we talk about the weird ghost portrait behind him? Oh yeah, I meant to bring this up in the last. Same, minute. we both forgot. <laughs> I believe it's actually some kind of. Um, Is it on glass? Uh, Is what's happening I, there? It might be an impression on the wall. You know, it's the weirdest shit. It's not quite a painting. It's. It's kind of like an etching, but yeah. maybe maybe in the wall, you know, or maybe it is glass over the wall. It's hard to tell. Yeah, at certain angles it looks like glass over the wall. At certain other angles it looks like it's just etched into the wall. Mm. It's very odd. Extremely and it's a very odd. distracting it's- little like prop to have behind uh Lionel Spalding during this scene, I'll say. Well, and it's like isn't it like five or six people kind of in a, you know, it's display? almost it's almost like Last Supper esque. I would I would say it's like yeah. it's like people, you know, in a display. Just, a tableau is maybe a the tableau. Word yeah, for. and they're kind of like Greek ish. You know, yeah. they've got the togas. One of them looks like they might have a tail. That's possible. <laughs> well, back then people had tails sometimes. That's true. Jason Alexander famously was in a film where he played a character with a tail. What are you talking about? He had a. He had a tail. In the Seinfeld movie? George had a tail? That was the plot of the <laughs> Seinfeld movie? No, and um, I believe it was Shallow Hal. Oh, I haven't seen the film. Uh, he plays a character with a, I, I think they call it a vestigial tail, but it. I mean, at people, the end of the film, you see it move in his pants. Every once in a while. <laughs> people sometimes do have vestigial tails. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not an unheard of thing. No, but this one's like it. You see it move. Well, yeah, I can't imagine that uh, the Farrelly Brothers film Shallow Hal accurately portrays vestigial tales. Yeah, uh, I think it's meant to be at the end of the film. It's like wagging in his pants. It's a, it's a, it's an image that I won't soon forget. Sure, that's. I mean, that's why I don't watch those kinds of movies. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was younger then, you know. <laughs> Fair. Um... Yeah, shrimp boat. Shrimp boat. Does he say shrimp boat or does he say shrimp boat? He, he says he says one of those two things. I thought he He's said, very excited about the shrimp. Is the I, thing. I can say, listen, this is a bad minute, like most. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Glenn Shaddix does deliver in this minute, is what I'll say. Because mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. he's saying shrimp boat or shrimp bow, it he sells it. It's a good. It's a good delivery. He made the choice and and went with it. Yeah. Um, and then. It's this is continuing at the as it was at the end of the last minute. Every food item that he puts on his very small plate mm-hmm. is immediately grabbed by an unknown ape-like hand. Exactly, we don't know yet whose hand that was um, from under the table. Um, and it was in fact by the time the shrimp shrimpo gets grabbed, I couldn't help but wonder how did uh, Lionel Spaulding not notice that there was something under the table with him? Yeah. And this it is what seems, leads to... It seems yeah. unrealistic, frankly. Because then he looks down, he's uh, shocked to see all the food has disappeared. Yeah. Then for, he does decide to look under the table, lifts up the tablecloth, and between his legs, not even under the table, but yeah, fully but just between his, his legs, legs yeah. as, it, as if it were a fallen napkin, mm-hmm. uh, there, was, there is Dunstan. Yeah. And Dunstan's he shoots head him a big... Specifically. Well, he shoots him a big smile, and then this is where Lionel Spaulding gets up and shouts, there's a monkey head in my lap. Yeah. Weird thing to assume that it's just the head. Especially since it does smile and move. It's clearly alive. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's not like someone dropped off as a prank a monkey head on your lap. I think some I think some dipshit writer somewhere <laughs> thought it was funnier to have him screaming monkey head mm-hmm. and uh didn't you know didn't didn't think about or didn't care about the reality of the scene. You know, the tr- com- comedy is truth. I got there's a book I think everybody should read. Okay. This is a joke that's funny that people who have taken an improv class but probably no one else. Oh, okay. Truth and Comedy is a, it's a, a book that like every improv student has to read at some point. I'm glad this reveals that I have never taken an improv class. Andrew, it reveals that Andrew is the better person of the two of us. <laughs> we did a version of improv in high, my high school drama class, but mm-hmm. we followed no improv rules. Sure. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I took it at community college where the class was called Experimental Theater, which I, the professor told us was because they wouldn't let him do an improv class, so he just called it that instead. I, I went and saw one of your shows, I remember. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was a bad show. <laughs> well, they got my $10. <laughs> yeah, that cost $10. I'm sorry. Thank thank you I, for supporting your friend like that, but uh, I'm sorry. You have to support your friends and support your local theater, which was, That's that true. was, we were both at that same community call. <laughs> That's true. It's where we met. Um. All right. So I I also wonder if perhaps there was um, something that was in the script and and removed uh, that was he had spotted Dunstan's head earlier Mm. because of a there's a line later that I specifically think that and that's why maybe he would just think it was a monkey head, you know, maybe because perhaps he had seen a reflection of Dunstan's head or something. I don't know. Perhaps. I, I have to imagine that th- that an original script for this film had a lot more torture befall Lionel Spaulding. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, all right, so he gets up and he shouts that, and he, he continues shouting. He says, a big, hairy monkey head. Uh, and it, then he says, what What are you... Everyone's looking at him, mm-hmm. the, the whole room, which now looks emptier than ever. Would you agree? <laughs> I would agree with that, yeah. Well, um, so here's all... the thing. I thought it looked bigger than ever. Which, hey, six and one, half dozen the other. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, "What are you? What are you all staring for?" Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously you just stood up and shouted that. Yeah. This is we see Dunstan has escaped this situation, mm-hmm. uh, and in fact, he runs right past several people mm-hmm. who are staring at Lionel Spaulding. Correct. So it would make you wonder they they're so distracted by him that they don't notice the monkey that he's shouting about apparently i guess that's the idea here now th- then this is the line that i'm talking about you hear him say lionel spaulding say oh god it's happening again yeah yeah that was odd and i wondered if is he referring to seeing a monkey head is he referring to he went to another hotel once and there was strange things happening to him and he couldn't explain them, and everyone thought that something was wrong with him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so this is, and then we see Lord Rutledge. Mm-hmm. He sees Dunstan running. Yes. He grabs a tablecloth like a magician. Yeah. Out from under the plates and doesn't knock any of them over. And then he says, "Olay." Which and there's a musical flourish. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that sure. for a second. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he, he now. You you now you said this yourself. He removes the tablecloth without spilling any of the dishes, as you say, like a magician. Yeah. You know what it's not like? It's not like a matador? Yeah. <laughs> but he well, says Olay, and there's like the, the flourish you mentioned is like, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's, it's like clearly meant to evoke like, it's a Spanish sounding flourish. 
Now, it, in a way that will that track for American viewers like you and I. Yeah, is that meant to be because the tablecloth is red? I guess because the tablecloth is red, and after he removes it, he's, Holds I guess, sort of holding it like a matador might hold their like I think cape traditionally is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a cape traditionally, but again, as Americans will know, who's ever seen a fucking cartoon, yeah. it's always Bugs Bunny holding a red tablecloth. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what they're referencing. I don't know. It, it feels like a stretch is what I'm going to say. It's, oh, it's the biggest stretch I've seen in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's saying something for this movie. Yeah. Um, speaking of stretches, did you catch the, the line that is, is in the background right after this moment? Oh, um, maybe I did. Maybe I. I don't know. Um, Lionel Spaulding says um, that he didn't mean to let the sea monkeys die, and now I would like to talk about the other me. What? What is he says? <laughs> what? He says I didn't mean to make the sea monkeys die. <laughs> yeah, you didn't catch that, I guess. No, I did not. That's like as Lionel Spaulding is ranting in the background. He says I didn't, or something along the lines of it wasn't my fault the sea monkeys died. That's I don't he, believe he, that for one second. You, I, could, I, you I, could go back and you can go to the replay. It's there. I mean, we're already here. We have to live with it. Is the thing. yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just saying monkey head over and over. No, no, he mentioned sea monkeys specifically. Um, right. I don't remember exactly if it's before or after the slap, which we'll talk about when we get back to the minute. But right now, we're talking yeah. about the other me, a movie that this prominently is- features. 90s hijinks, even though it came out in 2000, and mm. sea monkeys as a plot point, which is why well, I believe that it ties into this film. They're ocean pups. <laughs> they're sea monkeys. They couldn't afford the name sea monkey or is something. Is sea monkey a branded, do you think that's like a... I think it is. Because isn't... Sea monkeys are like algae or something, right? I couldn't in, tell you what a sea monkey actually is. I, I could have sworn I remember hearing once that sea monkeys are like like a single-celled organism. I looked it up. Sea monkeys are a novelty aquarium pet, a type of brine shrimp that undergoes cryptobiosis. Uh, that Now that sounds scary. Yeah. Cryptobiosis. Cryptobiosis. Cryptobiosis is a metal, uh, metabolic state of life entered by an organism in response to adverse environmental conditions such as desiccation, freezing, and oxygen deficiency. In a cryptobiotic oh. state, all measurable metal, metabolic processes stop, but then I guess they can be restarted. Oh, my do. God. That's why. Okay, so sea like sea monkeys are, are like dried out. Yeah. And then you add them to water and then they come to life. That's wild. Interesting. So, obviously, this is a Disney Channel original film that you've seen before in your life. I was a big fan of this one as a kid. Big, big (laughs) fan. This one seems especially odd to me. Well, let me ask you this. Before we we get deep into it, did Mm -hmm. did you enjoy the film? Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Because I previously made you watch uh, You Lucky Dog, another Disney Channel original movie, which you notably did not enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um. I, and I, I sort of wanted to redeem the DCOM name because I know you're not super familiar <laughs> with them. Certainly not as familiar as I am with them. Yeah. You Lucky Dog, that's like, you know, that's like D or C rank. The, the other me, that, that's, a, that's a straight up S rank DCOM. I, there was a, a website that had ranked all of the Disney Channel original films mm-hmm. and they in fact put You Lucky Dog at the bottom. I mean, yeah, it's not like the best. The absolute bottom. But the other me is great. 
Yeah, I don't know where they put the other me, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. You also you frequently mock me for um, my appreciation of the uh, Lawrence brothers because mm-hmm. for some reason you refuse to acknowledge that they were a legit phenomenon in the '90s and I early 2000s. No idea who they are. <laughs> well, you've seen at least one of their films, uh, one of one of their films now. I, I will say the the uh, I believe I said this before I was only familiar with Joey Lawrence from the show that he did with um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah yeah um, that was that was my familiarity that's wild to me that you just completely I don't know how you missed them as a kid it seems Sorry. like you would have to never watch TV <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just watched very specific things I don't Apparently. know. Um, but the other me, for those who aren't familiar, is the Disney Channel original movie. Um, Andy Lawrence, uh, Will Browning, I believe, is the character's name. I think so. Um, he's kind of a cocky little dipshit who's uh, about to get sent to military camp because um, his grades aren't so hot. So for yeah. a science project, he orders some ocean pups, some, quote, ocean pups. Mm-hmm. Um which are sea monkeys. Uh, mm-hmm. But the company Ocean Pups is actually a front for some dodgy scientists who are working on uh, uh, something they call hyper-cloning, <laughs> um, which is where uh, a, a full clone is instantly created, basically. Yeah. They, um, they drop a little dropper on a mouse, and it just it like basically splits into two mice. Yes. Uh, and then a cat that's in the lab spills the hyper-clone juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> onto one of the ocean pup boxes. Um, and, and that box goes directly to, to, to Will, Will. And then he stirs the the ocean pups with a, a comb which has his hair on it. So uh-huh. the DNA from his hair is exposed to the hyperclone juice. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now he has a clone. Yeah. The, their version of, of cloning is uh, loosey-goosey, huh? <laughs> it's hypercloning. <laughs> yeah, it's hypercloning. Um based on a book I saw that <laughs> called Me Too but TWO oh that's good yeah that's fun um, uh, so sea monkeys huh that's yeah. your connection <laughs> I think I, because I'll tell reason, you I watched that? the I, I watched the whole movie mm-hmm. and uh, my lovely girlfriend at one point I, I described what the minute was to her <laughs> yeah and something happened in the movie and she went Oh, that's why. That's why Emily picked it. What or, was excuse it? me, Diet, Diet Coke picked it. Thank you. And uh, it was the part where Tui, mm-hmm. the clone, looks into the closet and pulls down a box and a mask falls. Sure. And the mask isn't a monkey mask, but it's vaguely it's, ape-like. It's got some hair on it. Yeah. No, that's, that would be my connection point if for some reason I was trying to connect the movie Creep to the other me. Okay. But it's it is it does look like a monkey head is the thing. Kinda. Oh yeah. Hey, there you go. That's a bonus connection. <laughs> yeah. That's just I, a fun bonus connection. I think there was another one, but I can't remember what it was at this point. Uh yeah. Uh the other me is great. I think it holds up completely. I loved it. Um <laughs> Andy Lawrence. Andy Lawrence. the thing about Andy Lawrence is if you look at him today, and mm. I I might have said this would to you before. Um so Imagine a a dark world, Andrew, where you had never... uh, where Thor 2 comes out? Exactly. Uh Imagine a dark world where you had never heard of or seen ever in your life Brendan Fraser. Oh. Okay? 
Okay. And then you are suddenly shown a picture of current day Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Okay, you with me? Yeah. So that is your only image of, of Brendan Fraser. And mm-hmm. then you'd say to yourself, I would like to imagine what Brendan Fraser looked like at, say, 32. Mm-hmm. Which is how old Andrew Lawrence currently is. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to Andrew Lawrence's IMDb page, tell me that's not exactly what you would fucking imagine. I, you know what? I did go to his IMDb page just earlier today, and yeah, you're not wrong. It's a bit, right? <laughs> a bit Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And having seen that, I think maybe it was just in my mind. But I think um, I think Tui has a lot of uh, is charming in a lot of similar ways to say a George of the Jungle or Encino Man type character. I think he makes a lot of similar like facial mannerisms. Yeah, there's a lot of choices going on with regard to the learning process of the of the hyper <laughs> Yeah. Where it's almost like almost like animalistic but also like cute in a way. <laughs> He's kind of an alien, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's like hyper intelligent, but he also like can't figure out how to drink from a water fountain. Mm-hmm. Or just when he does figure it out, he's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> he's exactly. just like, oh my God, water comes out of this? Yeah. Like when he eats the pizza. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten and everyone needs to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's he dances. Great. <laughs> now, was that I? I think the music that they used for some of these dancing sequences was they've lost the rights to. Could be it, that would make sense because I'll tell you, I I very definitely remembered, and I am looking this up. This is the case that In uh, Sync was featured prominently in the original version, but mm. I, I didn't catch them in the version that's currently on Disney Plus. So yeah, I, had uh, the, I would believe I had, that. I had the subtitles on, and during that dancing in the cafeteria sequence there was subtitles for a song that wasn't playing. (laughs) See, we had, for uh, reasons relating to uh, something else we had watched previously, we had, like, you know how you can turn your TV's subtitles on? So It's just, like, if you have a smart TV, it can just, it can try to figure out subtitles, but they're generated Mm -hmm. by the TV. They're not actually from the service. Yeah. So the subtitles match the song for us because we had those subtitles on. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I can tell you for for sure, for sure that the original version of the film featured music from NSYNC. Um, well, and then did you catch who who composed the rest of the music? No, Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, I did. I saw that just now, actually. Of, of Devo. Yeah, of Devo, Which and really, also of a number of film scores now. Yeah, and and um, I could really hear that in the credits. Oh yeah. That credit song was very Devo esque. <laughs> um, I had forgotten that Allison Pill was uh, prominently featured in this film. She now her sister role, who we all love is, now on Picard. Yeah, sure, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. She's great. On her it. her sister role is kind of like is she supposed to be like s- smart or mean? She's she's kind of a rare n- not one trait sister. Uh, I don't, I mean, she's, I think she's a complex character. I think her main trait is that she is annoyed with her younger brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, I, I think that's why I kind of liked it, because normally with these characters, you you have, like, a one trait. Yeah. I, they do that with the parents. The mom is a health nut, 
that's the yeah some of the props they made to be her food were um Mm -hmm. interesting those sprouts muffins she busted out at one point which are literally just like it looked like the prop was just clumps of sprouts with like dirt in the middle yep yep (laughs) i agree with that one yeah very bad to look at very bad to look at very bad to to consider eating to just think Mm -hmm. about eating um mark l taylor's in there we all know that guy yeah, I thought I knew him from something specifically, and then I just looked at his IMDb list, and he's just in everything. He's in a lot of things, yeah. There yeah. was one specific thing that I that I knew him from, but I cannot recall at this time. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll ask you this. Are the bad guys meant to be a couple? Interesting. I don't think so. Okay. But I would, I would love to hear you speak more on that. <laughs> they definitely seem to have a certain closeness. Sure. Uh, and then they even, a lot of times in these, I feel like in, in these Disney Channel movies or, or, or the like, so there's a female character that is like their secretary, their their person on the phone. Yeah. And she is not mentioned to be in a relationship with either one of them. No. Very, that's very much not said, and she disappears immediately from the movie. Yeah. Uh, and they just have a certain closeness. At one point, one of them says, oh, we're, we're, uh, once we patent this, we can buy an, our island. And the other one says, oh, I want a ranch. That's true. You might be onto something. They're planning their life together. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. I mean, hey, maybe you're right. I don't know. I feel like I I usually see that sort of thing. Maybe I'm slipping. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, you make make a compelling case. And and the the thing that I, I really have to notice about it is that it's none of it is used in a negative way. Yeah. You know? They're just, they're just. Two close men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I, I just a, remember, by the way, arachnophobia is the specific place I remember Mark L. Taylor from. I, I feel like when I looked him up, I think inner space was what I mm. know him from. Because I watched that a lot as a sure. child. And I watched arachnophobia a lot as a child, which is curious considering I'm very afraid of spiders. Maybe that's that why. Have it's because of the movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's a fucking scary movie if you don't if you're afraid of spiders. Yeah, I haven't seen it for that reason. It is a good movie though. It's like uh, it's like a a little bit goofier Jaws, I would say, like down to the point where it's like beat for beat. It it's Jaws just with spiders instead of a shark. Look, I'm I'm gonna just tell you straight out. We had a podcast where it was you, me, and Justin, and that also came up there. So, I don't, yeah, that's a that's something that you've firmly held in your mind. It's and it's true. Damn it! <laughs> um, as a thought experiment, I, I I like to think sometimes of what would the the sequel be because you know Disney Channel movies sometimes get a sequel. Sure, the sequel to the other me, the other to other, the other me. me. There's another clone. Well, I I think you could call it another me. Sure. Or something of that sort. I think in the uh, sequel, Allison Pill has to get cloned. Oh, that's good. You know what? I like that better than my idea. <laughs> what was your idea? I kind of wanted to have a thing where the where Tui, who who he, his his name is Gil by the end of it. Uh huh. Gil goes to New York, so it's like five years later or something. Maybe they they're going to college or something, sure. right? Yeah. And Gil goes to New York, and he gets a girlfriend. And then the two bad guys get out of jail, okay. go after Gil. They spill some hyperclone stuff on the girlfriend. Oh, sure. And then when Will comes to visit Gil, 
he meets the hyperclone first, falls in love with her. Okay. So then they're both they're both in love with a clone. You know, it's a, it's a whole it's a, it's a whole clone affair. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, there could be some little like uh, like uh, you know, Gil's like, hey, I saw you over there, and she's like, oh, that, I wasn't there. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That could be fun. Yeah, I'd be into that. And oh, I'm he was also Mark L. Taylor. Of, uh, I also remember him from an episode of Seinfeld. Sorry, that just hit me like oh lightning. <laughs> he was the father of the baby of, of "You Gotta See the Baby" fame. Oh God, he was yeah. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. I just like to say I I always like to see the original villains come back for these kinds of things. Oh sure, yeah. So that's why it it can't be a different hyperclone. It has to be the same two guys trying to. And well, maybe also somehow there's a hyperclone of one or both of the villains, but because they have like fresh starts, they're like they're like on the good guys side. Oh, that's interesting. There's like a redemption arc for the clones of the bad guys. I thought maybe they would they they would use their hyperclones as like fodder. Mm. What? They're like, oh, that's a dangerous situation. I'll send my hyperclone. Uh, oh, that's scary. <laughs> and if they die, then they just turn back into eggs. You know? Ooh, maybe the way they maybe they don't get released from jail. Maybe you found out that they they somehow connived it, so they sent their clones to jail. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a, a thought experiment. That's all. Yeah, just that's, it's a fun thought experiment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get back to the to the minute? Yeah, let's get back into the minute. Um, monkey head. Oh, then Buck Lafarge had yeah, been under another table. Today. Yeah, he comes across the room. As had looks, uh, yeah. Brian. <laughs> Everybody's under a table in this minute. Yeah, there are a few people under tables. <laughs> um, and so, but Buck Lafarge had now gone under Lionel Spaulding's table to check it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sees nothing. Pops up. And slaps Lionel Spaulding. To sort of get him to, you know, get it together. Yeah. He says, then Lionel Spaulding says, why is everyone in this hotel slapping me? Yeah. To which Buck Lafarge slaps him again. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd like it for the record. Mm-hmm. This uh, is only, well, okay. He was slapped at the sauna. Mm-hmm. Right? You remember he was uh, looking yeah. for his glasses? That's correct. He was slapped moments earlier. By his table mate. Yep. And called a pig. Yes. And then the, it, Buck Lafarge was only the third slap. How many times do you get slapped in your average hotel visit, Andrew? I don't think, but I think two is not everyone. Okay. I think three. I think three. You're you're you you can reasonably say why is everybody slapping me? Because I was also trying to figure out well what were the other things that happened to Lionel Spaulding? This was this was a good memory exercise because. This movie is like water. It just goes. Yeah. Um, and speaking this of water, that was like the first water. thing that happened to Lionel Spaulding. He got sprayed with water. Mm-hmm. Right? Then his dog was dropped in the garbage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then a, a Frisbee assaulted him. <laughs> sure. And that's about that's that's about the, the tortures of, of Spaulding. So, it, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I would have liked to hear him say, why is everyone in this hotel attacking me? You know, slapping is so specific. I don't know. Maybe there was a cut scene where he was slapped by someone else. Maybe, uh, maybe that. Maybe that's just in. Maybe we're just meant to understand in lore that he was slapped in, uh, again in between scenes. You know, but, what, that uh, makes some, 
Maybe Mrs. <laughs> Della Croce and uh, Mrs. Dubrow get a slap in in an extended version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see there also being a thing where, like, uh, Kyle says, or sorry, Brian says something fucked up. I called Kyle Brian earlier. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, where uh, Brian says something fucked up to one of the, the French girls, and uh, he, but then he, like, ducks out of the way, and Miles Balding <laughs> happens to be standing there, and he takes a slap. I could see something like that happening. That's, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> um, so then... Mr. Grant mm-hmm. sees Lord R- Rutledge moving across the room. Yes. And in fact, Lord Rutledge runs and then goes into like a slide crawl. Yeah. And again, tooches. <clears throat> yeah, always tooching. A-B-S- ABT, always be tooching. And uh, he kind of crawls under another table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we see briefly Mr. Grant, he starts running over there. But then we, under the table, there's Dunstan. Uh, Lord Rutledge has the, the tablecloth, uh, like a matador for whatever reason. Sure. And he says, party's over, Dunstan. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of goes, ah, like he's uh, you know, uh, attacking. Uh-huh. And that's the end of the minute. That's the end of the minute. Yeah. That reminds me, I should look up what I chose for the next. Oh, for gob's sake. I think I remember what it was. Let's see. You can look it up first. I didn't type it into the thing. It's friggin' ri- oh great! Where are you looking it up? <laughs> I I wrote some down on a on a paper and then I took a picture of it so that I wouldn't lose it. Oh, I thought it's exactly what I thought it was. I had to double check. Okay. Um, for minute seventy four, uh-huh. I've chosen to pair that minute with the Emperor's New Groove. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> That's a good movie. I'm I'm glad you think so. <laughs> All right, we get to talk about Emperor's New Groove next week. <laughs> I'm psyched. Uh, yeah. So I do some other podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, such as Nothing New, a remake podcast, uh, hosted by myself and Justin Kizan. Uh, we talk about film remakes. That's movies that are based on other movies or two movies based on the same source. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and, and have a listen. Have a good time. Since we're talking about a lot of Disney movies, our our last month's episode was about 101 Dalmatians. Cool. And that's that's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. Check that out. Uh, BenViewNetwork.com slash nothing new. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, another show that I do is called It's On My List. Because it's on my list, pod.com. Uh, every month, uh, myself my and a group list. of friends get together and talk about movies that people say you should see or or that you think other people should see. Um, and that that has been uh, a fun time. And go go check that out. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. Uh, you can follow, you can watch me on Twitch. Just go to DietCoke.cool to find my Twitch page. Um, that's a real thing. You can't do that. Uh, I also have another podcast with Justin Keys on. It's called Go Go Godzilla. Vic Perfecto is also on that show. We talk about Godzilla movies. Uh, I also uh, host the Big Match Minutes, which is a uh, not movies by minute, but uh, wrestling matches per minute, per minute by minute, per minute, per minute. But here at here at Benview Network, we 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 believe in movies per minute by minute. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the Big Match Minute. Um. It's me and uh, Lily from Ghost Puncher Core. You can check that out. Um, it's on the Noise Space Network. Sorry, I don't think I broke that news to you yet, Andrew. Sorry. I, I, I saw it on Twitter. Don't worry about it. She had some affiliations there. Um, so check that out. 
Uh, hey, rate and review us on on um, wherever. Write it write it down on a rock and leave it in the town square if you want. Um, but take a picture and send it to us first. Give us five mm-hmm. stars, and then in the text of your review, um, do, I, I want you to pick out an outfit for Goku. I want you to describe what you would like to see Goku wearing. You mean just you personally? Not- yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you know it could be a, you. You also, I guess, have the opportunity to decide what occasion the outfit is for. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, or you can not. You can leave that to our imagination. But that's their view prompt. Love it. Uh, and also find us on Twitter mm-hmm. at Majestic Hotel and Y. Find us on Instagram, Dunstan Checks Men. Find us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Dunstan Checks Men. Find us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com and search for Dunstan Checks Men. Go to the uh, YouTube. Yeah, go to the YouTube. <laughs> Every week I take the minute that we're talking about and I mash it up with the trailer for the film that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you just want a little taste of the movie that, you know, and, and you want to know what we're talking about? Just go watch that. Yeah. And then you'll kind of, you'll kind of understand. I saw some <laughs> horrifying things happening on that page the other day. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you mean. I believe there was some head swapping going on at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly normal. Everything's fine. Uh, and, you know, uh, find us everywhere else. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know indeed. And remember, Dunstan is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. this midnight seat your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound the midnight marinara podcast is here for you intrepid listener we sample only the finest and sinister stories and coating them with our own unique spooky sauce present them to you as eerie audio dramas tune in this midnight marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you bon appetit <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.